Hi, I'm Chris Barker. And I'm Will Betts, and this is the Music Tech My Forever Studio podcast. In this podcast, we'll talk to producers, studio engineers, artists, and fellow gearheads about their dream studio. They'll choose their dream location, describe the ideal studio vibe, and crucially, the six pieces of gear they will have in that studio forever. Yep, that's right. We have rules. Each guest gets a computer, uh, a DAW, and an audio interface of their choice. Um, but then they will choose six other pieces of studio gear and one non-gear-related luxury item. In this episode, we're talking to engineer Drew Bang. Drew's passion is recording artists, and he's worked with some of the biggest in the business, including U2, Royal Blood, Leanne Le Havas, and Haim. But Drew's route into the studio isn't exactly a normal tale, and he came to production relatively late at the age of 30. But hopefully we'll get to know a little bit more about that over the course of the show. Let's kick this off. This is Music Tech Magazine's My Forever Studio with Drew Bang. Welcome. Hi. Fantastic. So you heard the rules there. Rules. Pretty strict rules. Some would argue uh, we need them. Let's let's but let's start off about um, you know, a bit of a bit of your background as we as we mentioned, because you had a sort of an unusual entry or later entry into this world, let's uh, say. Yeah. Un unconventional, yeah. maybe. Uh yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I started in studios, like working in uh, large format studios, as it were, kind of trying to make my path into uh, professional recording when I was 30 years old, which is pretty old. If you're talking about being a runner, which I did, I kind of started out from scratch again. I mean, I moved to London 10 years pr- previous um, to kind of try and get into the industry and grafted and nothing happened. And I kind of forgot about it and moved away to Melbourne and decided, you know, like, oh, I'm just going to live the other side of the world. Who needs music anyway? Uh, and found myself living there thinking like, what the hell am I doing? I need to go back to London and make it in the music business. So I came back and, you know, like everything had changed, like DAWs are completely different, workflow was different. So I went back to school and kind of schooled up and all the people I went to school with were like 18, 19, and I was 30 and I'm thinking, sure, I can do this. Like, what's the big deal? Um, schooled a bit and then yeah spent a couple of years searching for jobs and, and then finally started to get some traction got some running work at Strongroom Studios in Shoreditch and then just worked my way up from there just humbly taking any work I could get just trying to ignore you know all the mitigating factors just working towards getting some sessions and uh, engineering so so was that passion uh, initially for studios or was that passion initially for like being in bands or being a musician because not everybody starts off like on do studio stuff a lot yeah. of people sort of end up there for, for sure yeah I mean when I moved to London you know I was I was I was originally kind of singer a singer in bands and I just wanted to play music so I moved to London you mm-hmm. know what, what's the worst that could happen um, and it just didn't happen and I think this was like 2001 or something like that. So, you know, uh, home recording wasn't really great and we had no money. So we bought like a little eight track um, digital Roland thing and just, you know, our recordings were terrible. And we were trying to put out releases like mixtapes and stuff and recording our own band, like I was in bands still at that point, but our recordings were terrible. And I guess through doing it ourselves and wondering why the hell they sounded so terrible, I started to get into the minutiae of recording and I guess that just kind of took over my interest as opposed to needing feeling the need to sort of be adored for my for my uh you know inimitable musicianship I just thought yeah you know this is more this is far more interesting you know gear who doesn't love gear is my inner geek came out you know and speaking of your inner geek then we should probably kick it off your forever studio 
Where? The first question is, where would you have it, Drew? Indeed. Uh, I mean, these, these are tough questions. I've got to say, like, you know, it's, it's, it's back against the wall style. Sort of a bit. It's the only way. It's Tom That's how Hanks. we do it. It's, you know, it's Robinson Crusoe, yeah. sort of. I don't know. I mean, I, I, in my mind, location is difficult. I mean, if you're, unless, unless, if you've got a studio with no windows, you could be anywhere. If you're, if you, if you're mixing, and you you can have files sent from anywhere. You know, like people live in the countryside. They don't need to be around clients. It's all good. I mean, I'm a recording engineer and I produce, so I want to be where people can get to. That's a factor. I'd like to say, I'd like to say, you know, I love London. I love in, I live in Hackney. I love Hackney. I'd like to say somewhere like that, but really, if it's a dream, I, it is the it's, dream. It's by the sea, isn't it? Ah, it's it? it's, it's going it's to be by the sea. Okay. You know, I'm getting older, starting to think, you know, where would it be nice to sort of live? Somewhere with a promenade, hopefully. D- indeed. I mean, you know, like city in the city, like New York, London, sounds great. You know, somewhere by the sea. Um, would so be nice. In the UK still by the same? Well, I mean, so we, when when I was when I was working with you two, we did some time at uh, Rick Rubin's studio in uh, Shangri La in Malibu. Wow! And that's like two blocks away from um, like the Pacific Coast Highway in Malibu. Mm. You can see the the ocean from from the studio. It's amazing. You know, it's just a little converted. Um, house turned into a studio but you can go outside and it's be- so it's, it's got to be somewhere like that you know like a coastal beach house that you can turn into a studio it doesn't feel like a studio but it's got all the gear in that sounds pretty nice already yeah i'm into that's, that that's good let's so, go to malibu guys so we're in malibu and you've got a computer you know i'm, I'm mac or pc is the first question hackintosh hackintosh, mm. hackintosh. i run a hackintosh yeah. so i'm quite comfortable with them as long as you can sort of get past the, you know, the, the splash screen not being exactly as it is when you boot up on a Mac, it's fine. It's but you would still go for that. that even in the Dream Studio. They're, you want to go for some Super Mac. They are, they're, they're solid, man. Like, they're solid and I can, you know, I can dual boot. I can boot into my Windows partition, play some video games, boot back into uh, Mac on the other side. Like, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan. So you don't want to go for like a straight up, like the the most specked out Mac you could get. Yeah, well, I but mean, it's kind of a hack though, because then he gets to play computer games, and then he's still got the luxury. Items, you can do that so. in boot camp, right? Yeah. You can still do that. Yeah, well, if, I mean, you know, I'm 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 taking the left field here. <laughs> you know, I can build the computer myself. Fine. You know, I I can upgrade it. An artisan, you know, as and when. Artisan. You know, exactly, yeah. like I like the idea of it. Okay. Final answer. <laughs> Hackintosh. Okay. okay, so we've got a Hackintosh, and then we're going to need these are your three items. So we're going to need uh, which choice of DAW and your audio interface of choice. Um, I mean Pro Tools. It's Pro Tools. Like, and if we're going Pro Tools, I got no problem with an HDIO. Don't judge. It's HDIO. Like straight up, just Pro Tools rig, solid. Give me Pro Tools twelve, perpetual. So you're not gonna, you're not going to go. No, the thing is, right, is I'm not interested in, uh, you know, having everything to be the new, fangled. Doesn't I just want a base level of operation. And if it works, I'm happy with it. You know, I don't have to have, you know, the oldest, most vintage gear. I don't have to have the newest, most Bluetooth connecty vibe. So even in the dream studio, even in the forever studio where there's, there's no limits, you're going yeah. to stick with this. Yeah. I suppose if you have to have it forever, you, wanna, you want what you know. And I just want have. a solid rig. No frills does you know? Oh, you know, gives me what I want. 
I don't want people to be like I'm thinking about workflow. I don't want pe- people to be uh, sort of distracted with features. Just want to record, you know. Like the the digital medium is a means to a you know a previously solved solution in the modern age. I don't need it to be singing and dancing. I just want it to put audio down onto a hard drive as opposed to tape. Entirely reasonable thing to say. <laughs> I want for little. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, it's, so we're crashing straight into the six items. We're now. going straight into the six. Ooh. Yeah. Is this where it's going to get? It's going to get it's swanky. Gonna, yeah, yeah. I mean, six, six items. No bundles. No, bu- no, no bundles. bundles. That's that's the that's the doozy right yeah. there. Yeah. Try not to let Ooh. people hack, game the system. Hack the I, rules. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to say now as a precursor mm-hmm. that has grossly affected my choices. <laughs> bundles are Good. life. Yeah. Surely. Get down the t-shirt. Well, <laughs> bundles are like. Thank you very much. Okay, well, we can say what you would have had, but you, you, this isn't going in, so... It doesn't matter. No, you're not no going point. to... No. No, you, don't, you don't even want to sort of tantalise us with what, what you could have... What could have gone in the studio. What you could have won. If, <laughs> if we'd have won. allowed bundles, what... Well, this, this what is... We see, if you start talking about hypotheticals, then I'm thinking, you know, do, are we starting... You know, am I, am I waking up in a room with, with nothing on, you know, and... I'm having to like build my character or, you know, can I bring things I've already got? Oh, no. No. You wake up, you don't have to wake up in the room naked. (laughs) It's the mind's eye. Why is he naked (laughs) now, Will? (laughs) (laughs) Just the cap. (laughs) No, but seriously, you get things like furniture and cables. We're going to give you all of that, but but serious gear gear items. I mean, my clients are happy. I'm I'm miserable. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I've got six items in a room and lots of expectations. It's a lot of pressure here, guys. It is. I guess the only, the the first thing you're going to need, um, is you're going to need some monitors or some headphones. You're going to need yes, to hear stuff. Yes, this is right. So this is right. We can start there comfortably. Surely. Monitoring is very important, as I'm sure you know. We all know. I've gone for ATC SCM45s. Okay. The ones. And when did you first discover these beautiful speakers? Uh, they have some at um, ICP Studios in Brussels, um, and they uh, they hadn't. The first time I went to work there, they didn't have them. And as we were, I mean, that, that studio is amazing. It's kind of, they've got everything. Just, just rows and rows of monitors. Who were you working with there? Uh, what, the first time I went there, it was, oh, I don't remember. But I've been, I, that's where we recorded the second Royal Blood album. Mm. Uh, Jolie and Thomas producing that. Which um, sounded great, by the way. It sounded fantastic, yeah, really that record. Good. Sounds great. Yeah. Sounds good. So you good had a sort team. of, you went there, they didn't have them. And then when you went back, you go, God, these, these have changed the room completely. Well, no, well, those guys are always making... Uh, like investments in the studio, so you know you get. They always ask people for feedback, and so you be there, sort of working. And we were there for three months, so it's no, not an insignificant amount of time. And in that time, and it was over Christmas, so it's like one one year into a next that sort of thing. Um, and at some point, they materialized, uh, and we were asked if we wanted to audition them, and we did. And they're just they're just amazing. Like if if I've got a choice. I'll always ask for ATCs. I mean, 25s are nice as well. You know, they're, they're pretty, you know, they're, they're super near-filled. So 45s are kind of a nice compromise. You know, if I'm only getting one set of monitors, forever. I want something powerful forever. You could have six sets if you want. And Pro Tools, and that would be it. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, you know, there's, some, there's probably quite a few people that that would be ideal for. Yeah. I'm not a, yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a, a monitor fe- 
fetishist. You do get people that have four or five sets, don't you? And I'm not just talking like orators and stuff. Oh. Like, yeah, real. Oh, know, well, you've got. Oh, I've got the A set of mine. The 45. I know a guy. I know a guy. Name and shame. Name, well, it's Ooh. not even a shame. Just no, name. just name, name names. We've all we've all got our, our studio kinks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that we have. Uh, Richard Richard Wilkinson. You know who you are. <laughs> he's shuddering now. Yeah, he, well, he. Rich used to work at Metropolis Studios, and he's he's one of the one of the few people that's got the old Focusrite desks. He's got he's yeah, yeah, he's oh, got that in yeah. his studio. He's built a studio um, in London recently, and he's got that in there. But he's he's just monitors. It's his thing. Honestly. So, a, a guy I know who has them, he, uh, he has, has that thing. It's because he'll get demoed some and he'll go, they're good. But instead of it replacing, he just adds, goes, yeah, I'll get those as well. And that's the thing. It's like... <laughs> Wall of monitors. So he can just keeps being impressed yeah. by the next... Mm. Well, it's the, it's the N plus one yep. factor, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. You know, how many, you know, do you need another whatever X? How many have you got? Yes. You, you know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whatever you got. doesn't matter. One. How many have you got? Yeah, you need another. Yeah. yeah and that's, yeah. that's, that's fine. But it's, it's a slippery slope. So we've gone for the ATCs. Yes, please. So it's still looking pretty good. I think you'd be happy there already, surely, because you've of the location, seeing the scene in Malibu. Yeah. So what's the what's the vibe like inside? Let's just go a little mm. bit back to that before we go on to our next choice. Because you get studios of all different designs from the strong room style, kind of mm. a bit more quirky, a bit more creative and open and wooden and that kind of style. And then you've got the kind of more slick kind of not that no not that not that uh i definitely you know it's i I want i I would go for the um kind of come over to my place let's record some tunes sort of uh invitational aesthetic so yeah what were the malibu studios like because in my head it looks all white and like yeah i mean to be fair it's kind of it they are uh, um i mean it's a house so it's a house so you're never going to get past that in terms of the room Mm. sizes they're not bespoke rooms. Are they high ceilings? No, they're pretty, rooms? pretty, well, it's a bungalow, so it's kind of higher, It, you know, I'm talking... Surely they don't call it a bungalow in Malibu, though. It must be a no, villa. no, no. It must be a villa. <laughs> yeah, no, sure. They're not going to call it a bungalow. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Rubin's bungalow. <laughs> a Malibu bungalow. <laughs> you know, you know, stairs are a factor. <laughs> you know, you know, I don't know, but they're, they're beigey. Yeah. Beigey. Uh, but you've got the beach, so I think you can kind of get away with that a yeah, little bit. Yeah, sort yeah. of, you've got those beach tones, but <laughs> that's, you know, I wouldn't go for that. I'm talking drapes, oh, nice. rugs, uh, lamps, lava, or otherwise. Mm, yeah, mm, it's not opposed to a lava, I can see. They're, they're a, mm, you know, they're, a, they're a, a long-term commitment in themselves, aren't they? I mean, if, I'm, if you're talking about lava lamps, you know, and do, I, we are. Do, I only get, do I only get one uh, bulb? Oh, that, no, oh no, no! This is this, this is, is a not. Gear choice. We're just, we're you just, don't have to. This exactly. Is a gear choice, yeah. So you can. So go. you can you can have as many bulbs as you want. Oh, you can okay. have a whole right, wardrobe right. full of bulbs in your. Yeah, I mean, lava lamps are fine. <laughs> lava lamps are fine. Drew Bang, <laughs> I stand by that. <laughs> <laughs> High praise indeed. Mm. Okay, so I think I've got a picture of the vibe. Then it's kind of it's kind of a messy, homely, uh, homely, creative, messy, dishevelled. Yeah. Are you going to go for the bookcase diffuser at the back of the room? Um, I don't know. I mean, I like the Blackbird style. You know those those crazy. Oh, the you know the the the, the yeah. infinitely diffuse room. Yeah, yeah. I quite yeah. like Studio that. C, yeah. I've always thought you know maybe it'd be cool to, in theory, to make one, with lots. Of, you know that's that's you know that's a lot of. Do it. It's your dream. It's the Forever Studio. Yeah. You've we got forever to make one. 
<laughs> you I'm got a, time. I'm a big well, I'm a, I'm a big um, a big fan of rainbows, rainbow themes. So a lot of rainbow colors everywhere, bright colors, you know, eye candy. So that makes sense. You being in the strong room, then. I think it's you know maybe it's just seeped into my psyche over time because mm. that that place is vivid. Yeah, but it's cool. Mm. It's something. There's something about being in those rooms though that makes you like. Well, I think there's I think there's only a few of them left. You know, like every, you know, especially kind of old, long-standing studios. Kind of got that one, and you know, like Electric Lady landing in New York. That's kind of a similar vibe. It's got that sort of you know, like living roomy kind of thing. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, there's a, there's a few. It's so many of them that are being taken over, or, or however they're being run. Yeah, the you know what the deal is. It's kind of homogenized to, mm-hmm. to appeal to everyone and yep. not to not offend anyone. Mm-hmm. But you know, beige is beige. If you're into music production, you should also check out Music Tech magazine. In this month's issue, we share 100 tips from the pros on songwriting, production, mixing, recording, and loads more. We also give you our verdict on the Moog Matriarch, two mics from newcomers Austrian Audio, and we also try out the Behringer VC340 vocoder. In our interviews, we talk to up-and-coming house producer Cody Curry about process and ping-pong, we find out about London producer O'Flynn's sampling approach, and we have a stack of tutorials for Logic, Cubase, Live, Reason, and Studio One. You'll find all that and more in this month's issue. Subscribe now at musictech.net. So let's move on then. Mm. Your choice number two, gear pick. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go desk. I want to have a desk. Why? Uh, because it's. I guess it's what I know. I like to. Mm. I, I, you know, I mean, if, a desk. It. It's all encompassing. It facilitates. If I'm talking about tracking, mm. which I am, yeah, it facilitates recording and playback. You know, I've got full channel strip in each in each channel. I don't have to be worrying about lunch boxes and you know modules. And I just want I want inline workflow. I want to come in and I want to come back on the same channel. Mm-hmm. I want to have full processing. I want to have dynamics. I want to, you know I want to have I want to have it all there. Yeah, but I also want it to uh, work with my computer. So I'm gonna. This is this might be a controversial one. I'm gonna go for Genesis Black. Neve oh. Genesis Black. Yeah, that over like That's the duality. A... Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't have. I, I wouldn't personally like ideally track through uh, SSL for the rest of my life. I'm a I'm a coloration guy. I like you know I like to saturate. Big fan of big fan of the SSL sound. Not not saying anything against them, but it's a sound, and I think you know. References that need. Yeah, mm. yeah. I think yeah. As I say again, working through Studio One in in Strong Room for so so long, they've got a they've got a VR in there. Mm. Um, so just kind of used to that tone, really. And you can push them, and if you know, like if, if we're talking about a, a desk forever. You know those desks are amazing. They got Neve Pre's. You get them spec'd out. They've got full processing, like, and it's all digitally controlled through yeah. the door. It's like that is for me where I want to sit in terms of analog meets digital. Do you get a um, as as an engineer when you're working with other people, say for instance, Rob Blood, or do you have that pre conversation about like they, when they tell you what, when you're getting employed and you go, we should do it here, or do you just get told we're doing it here? And well, when you arrived, you go, oh, it would have been so much better if we'd have had a, a Neve or an SSL, depending on the project. Do you? Well, I mean, that's a sort of a conversation that doesn't often 
happen with me uh if i'm brought if i'm brought in to engineer for a producer for example yeah. i mean it's it's it, i'm kind of you know i'm a problem solver i'm there to make it happen but the conversation might not be you know it will be the producer's vibe uh they get to just or the you know in the band and where they feel comfortable but I don't know, like those sorts of projects, they're never going to go somewhere where the gear's unusable. No. There's always some mm. sort of, you know, and and if they pick a studio with an SSL and I think, you know, maybe they've got a sidecar. I don't know. Like everyone's got a, a rack of APIs. You know, it. that's but fine. Do you? No. <laughs> Not, the rack of APIs hasn't come along. So you're you're just, for your pre's, you're just doing the Neve Desk. The Neve Desk. Yeah, I mean, so so... Obviously, we're talking about six items. Yep. I'm thinking, how can I get bang for okay. my buck? <laughs> That's yeah, true. It's, we have it's had, a sensible we've approach. We've had a similar thing where somebody was talking about, you know, lunchboxes or individual racks on the podcast. I think it was Danny Bird. And then That's he, right, yeah. He actually changed his mind at the last second and went, actually, I'll just have that 96-channel SSL that Dr. Dre has. Done. <laughs> Job 9, done. Thousand. One item. It's yeah. good enough yeah. for Dre. Yeah. <laughs> Add a W on there. We're happy. Yeah. Exactly. Um, okay, Dr. So, Drew, right. so we've got the Neve and we've got the ATCs. What's next? Indeed. Uh, so are we going to have any instruments in the studio? We are. We are. Well, let's. Yeah, I'll go there. I'll go there. I want a, a great drum kit, and Ooh. I want it to be just set up constantly in the room. It's not moving. Like Motown, nailed to the floor. Yeah, just you know, house kit, house kit. That's that sounds great. That you know. So what does it sound like? What name some records or some bands? What, what or, or some drummers? Um, what's what's or anything that you've worked with? Well, I, I mean, I just I, I I would have I would have a Rogers kit, seventies Rogers kit, twenty two inch bass drum. You know, I want a hybrid kind of rock sound. I don't want it to be too rocky, but I want it sort of you know like a, a rocky jazzy kind of you know maybe like a four hundred two snare. I don't know, like it's gonna it's gonna be punchy. Um, but I want it to be versatile. I'm immediately panicking at the amount of items you've got left and micing up a drum kit, but... <laughs> we'll, That's we'll his get, problem we'll to get, solve. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Hey, it's, you know, mic techniques yeah. are all about, you know, using your ears and finding a space in the room, I surely. Get, I was going to say, if you've got a good drum room, which you will have because it's your forever studio, then you this should... This is it. I've thought about it a lot. Just if, there's, if there are people in the future, they're definitely <laughs> helping me build a drum room. Yeah, forever. Good. <laughs> no, they they only have to be there for a short amount okay. of time. Then you get the the, the, the room has to last forever. Okay, moving on. So that's no. two items down, right? That's three items down. Three items. What so, have we got? We've got. I've got my desk. I've got my speakers, and I've oh, got yeah. a drum kit. Drum yeah. kit. Yeah, the Rogers number four. All right, this one's gonna. This one's gonna be interesting. I did think long and hard about this one. We've got a. We we need mics. We need a. We need at least one, one. mic. Yeah, unless you just. Use one of the speakers and do the NS10 trick in front of everything. ATCs. Yeah, it's going to be quite. Could you know base. you could work in mono? I don't. I, I don't think I'm going to go there. <laughs> okay, it's a microphone then, is it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, what's you know? There's no point in having recording medium. I mean, now, see, see, now, I'm asking people to bring mics around, aren't I? Basically, I'm assuming. In the same, in the same, in the same instance that you expect uh, musicians to bring instruments around, 
I guess, uh, yeah. I guess oh, in this, this in this reality, dangerous. I'm I'm kind of assuming. I think mm. if the vocalist, vocalist, it could be their instrument. I would I would give that. But yeah, really? Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. So, I don't know. I'm you know, what? but you know, I'm thinking about maybe a band comes around and they you know and they and then their their um tour manager brings in the the tour kit. You know, they set it up. They have their they have their um, mat down with all the placements on for their live setup. They're in the middle of tour. They set up as usual. You it's it's already got the record. It's already got the live uh, mics attached to the drum sets. I, this uh, has happened their, before. And their touring engineer. And then you just walk out the door and let them do it. <laughs> you know, and it and it all comes. It's set up for me. I do a little bit of a tweak. I, you know, stroke my beard and, and make it look like I'm doing something. And it all sounds great. You know. It's happened Done. before. It's It'll ga- happen it's, again. It's gaming the system. It's gaming the system. Yeah, I do feel I like that's gaming well, it pretty hard. If, if that happens, but I think I think it, anyway. Yeah. Come on, you're gonna have to choose some so, microphones. So, <laughs> so initially I thought SM57. Thought I'll have an SM57. You can do anything with it. It's amazing. And then I thought, no, this is you know that's folly. So what I've gone for <laughs> is SM7 is folly. Uh, well, no, I mean they—they—it's a, a forever studio. It is a forever it's a dream. studio. It's a fantasy yeah. studio. So this—I mean, this is this is this is an interesting one. I'm going for. I'm go, I'm sticking with it. The the, the Townsend Sphere. Oh wow! Choice. Thank you. Nice. That's that's gaming within the rules. Oh, well, I was expecting to hear the words Neumann. Yeah. Not Townsend Sphere. <laughs> no, so. no, 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 no. Excellent. No. So tell us about that choice. Oh. So I mean, it's amazing. Um, I've, I've used one recently on, uh, a few, a couple of sessions and they are actually amazing. Like it's two, two, um, two diaphragms independently, um, uh, polarized. So it, you know, it takes two channels cause I've got my desk. I've got as many, you know, I've got two channels at least, at least this is why I didn't yeah. go for a sing. you know, this is why I didn't go for my single pre I've thought about it a lot. Uh, and you know it, they, they, it is the emulations are amazing. You know, like I can make it, I can make it sound like any any classic mic I want it to. It also does a fifty-seven. Oh, this always was the, thinking. This was, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like a mic bundle. It kind of is. <laughs> <laughs> mm, no, no. we will allow no, it though. We will allow it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they, no, they they are truly amazing. Um, and I think they sound great. In my opinion, they're the best of those, that ilk. Mm-hmm. Um, of the modeling mic. Yeah, I would say range, so. Yeah. And you get you can get two mics out of one, basically. You know, I can record in stereo. Happy getting a drum kit with that as well. Cause, you know, this is what I'm talking know. about. Mm-hmm. I'm going stereo straight over the top. You know, I'm taking slightly more time over my positioning than I would normally. And I'm getting that sweet sound in that sweet spot for a great, classic mono drum tone well, that's that's my you, that's stere- my you get stereo out of the mic though surely yeah but yeah what i'm saying is is that i can the positioning I, wise yeah i can just get one mic and i can choose later i can you know mm. i can have any because that's one of the that's one of the joys of it isn't it yeah that you can exactly. change all of it after the fact yeah change what microphone i don't want to do my job well. i don't want to think about it <laughs> on session yeah, fix it, it later. Beach. Even though this you've got it. forever to set it up in front of the the yeah. drum kit that's nailed. See, on the floor. this is the this is the this is the point. You've you've extended that that theory of forever, <laughs> and now I just I feel no pressure. Oh, we've taken we've taken the gas off, haven't we? This Put is off it. the gas. Yeah, this is it. So, 
you know, I'm happy there. I've got my drum kit. I've got my desk. I've got my speakers and I've got my, uh, my post fact microphone that I can make my decisions later about post fact era microphone. Mm. Okay. Number five then on the list. I've got my, uh, I've got my stereo mic. Mm -hmm. What do I need? I need, I need something juicy. I need something for that. I need something for that room. I'm going 1178. Silverface, 1178. Amazing. So for uh, people who don't know the 1178, stereo, explain Stereo, uh, so it's kind of like the Rev, what, the Rev A? Whatever, you know, the URI, Silverface, mm -hmm. pre-UA, 1176. Super, super um, pokey, really aggressive. Um, but it's stereo, a stereo model. So they, they're obviously the 1176. Everyone knows the 1176. Mm -hmm. uh, it's ubiquitous now. You can get them, you know, everywhere. Everyone does a clone, a clone. or a software version. And, yeah. Indeed, and they they have a they have a for people that don't know they have a link mode on the back. You can buy this extra module which enables you to link up two 1176s for theoretical sweet sweet stereo processing. And, you know, like nobody has that. Nobody, ha you know, they're really hard to find these stereo couplers. I guess all the new ones have stereo link mods or capability. Fine. But 1178s, they're amazing. Uh, you don't see them very often, but it's just the same. It's same, what, like two or three U, three, whatever. It's the same footprint as an 1176, but it's got one set of controls and a, and a I believe, and a stereo link. Mm -hmm. And two VU meters, and it okay. looks exactly the same. Oh, so, yeah, but a picture two right sets now. of controls, but oh, yeah, two sets of controls. Yeah, that's but, right. Um, but yeah, I think a link mode. They, oh, like, they're yeah. small. Yeah. They're smaller. They're smaller pots, are they not? Yes. Yeah, 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 that's right. It looks nice. It looks kind of like eighties hi-fi. Yeah, I like it. Doesn't it? Yeah, they're great. I don't um, think I've ever seen one of those in the studio. I've never seen one of those. They, in you the don't see either. them very often. Where have you used one? Uh, they've got one at Strong Room. Of course, they've got one there. They've got one. <laughs> they'll have one. They've got. I'm sure they've got one at ICP. They've. They, I don't know. So a few studios. Mm. I've seen them in. Used them in. Uh, but they're amazing. But yeah, they don't. You don't. And see what's them the sound that you're trying to get? Uh, with that? I want that sucky, pulley, pushy sort of drum sound. You know, I want. I want to. I want to be able to. Maybe you know, if I've got, if I'm, if I'm taking a stereo single feed, maybe I'm, I'm getting my sweet spot. And then I'm parallel processing with my 1178 and I'm getting mm. that smashy drum sound nice. and just blending it in a little bit. And that's my tone. That's my signature tone forever. You know, <laughs> yeah. if I have to have one, because I mean, you know, like most of the work I do nowadays in big studios is drum recording. It's the only thing seemingly that people are recording in big studios for anymore because they've got their Townsend sphere uh, and, they're, and, they're, and they're happily recording at home. Uh, and thinking about it later, as I will be doing in the future in Malibu, but <laughs> <laughs> with a with a drum kit and an 1178, and that's the difference. Yeah, that's the difference. Well, that's that's a great choice and, yeah. and a new choice for the podcast as well. What is it? Final item time. It's final item time. Well, Ooh. Final gear item time. Mm. Final studio. I think. I think for this one. Um, I've got to go. I've got to go in the box. You know, I'm. I'm. Oh, plugins. We haven't gone there, have no, we? We really? haven't. Yeah. I've stayed. I've You're stayed. Stock. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna have to do some mixing, aren't you? At some point. It's Melodyne. Oh. 
there. I mean, everything else you can sort of get away with. I've got dynamics. I've you know I've got dynamics on my board. Mm-hmm. I've got EQ on my board. I've got pre's. That's all good. I've got my I've got my signature drum sound. People are queuing up out out down the PCH <laughs> wanting to work with me for that drum sound. <laughs> the PCH. Yeah. PCH. Yeah. <laughs> Those that know know. <laughs> Those that don't don't. I, I don't. I'm, I'm lost. The Pacific Coastal Highway. Okay. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful place. PCH. <laughs> it's not. It sounds like an NCP. He does. Yeah. <laughs> so you just. We're not. There's a multi-story there. car park next to the Malibu home. <laughs> okay. Retirement homes. But yeah. they, I mean, the, I mean, the stock. You do get a, a stock amount of plugins in Pro Tools. As yeah, well, this, I guess. Is what, yeah. this is what. This is I'm saying. Course, yeah. You know, I did think about. You know, if I, if I, if I'm getting a DAW for the rest of my life. You know, like, do I go with logic you know do i do i go for something that has more uh, you know in 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 the ways of a writing tool mm-hmm. um I, virtual you know, instruments etc yeah you know all of that stuff like like logic obviously is this amazing for that you get so much on you know as soon as you load it up it's it's mm. great you, you can arguably never install a plugin and just be able to just produce it's great and you know like uh, uh studio one that's great too mm-hmm. also amazing but you know, I don't know those as well as I know Pro Tools. I'm going for familiarity here, and I'm and I'm making do with what I've got, which is pretty nice stuff. They're all right. Yeah. You know that 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 Avid stuff is is good. Dverb, yeah, can't go wrong. Yeah. Dverb, but a Dverb, don't knock it. It's all good. But I'm I'm tuning those vocals. And are you tuning them within an inch of their lives, or are you trying to keep it as natural as possible? That no, I'm I'm trying this. I'm trying to keep them natural. And I, you know, if we're going for Melodyne, I've I've got the I've got the I've got the the spanking all you know bells and whistles version. Oh, editor. Yeah, yeah. I can get in there. I can go. Is that can, the one that's polyphonic as well? Mm, DNA, I think they oh, call it. D- yeah, yeah DNA. direct note access. access yeah. Of course, you can get in there. You can tweak that chord. Yeah, that's not. Uh, that's not a backronym. That's definitely not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Start start acronym. But it's where you you have an acronym to start with that sounds cool, and then you ah, you figure out what it actually stands for after the fact. Right. Yeah. Not the Pacific Coastal Highway. That's not. How no, no. That's that definitely acronym. not one of those. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's yeah. That's wholly contrived. <laughs> yeah. The local senator didn't say I shall call this the PCH. <laughs> Just sort of aimlessly. Anyway, oh God, what, what does that mean? <laughs> Swings no. it. Yeah. Okay, so so and, yeah, I've got Melodyne. So do you do, do much Melodyne on yeah. actual instruments as well? Well, got... I mean, uh, bass. It's really handy on bass. Mm. Huh. Just locking down that that monotone on bass. It's really good. Just you know, s- stick it through that. Select all, double click, have a little listen through. It's it's amazing. Just for you know, wayward toning. It just I do use it for that. Yeah, I do use it. Not so much for kind of, you know, like multi-timbral stuff. It, you know, it's great. It's great. It's probably the best one, but, you know, you don't really want to be getting in. You don't want to be recording thinking, it's okay. It's fine. You'll just record yeah. the whole the whole chord. Play it in G. We'll see what matter. chord we want it to be later. No, that's not. <laughs> yeah. I'm not talking about that. I'm not <laughs> yeah. I'm not working to the premise of, you know, wanting to, to record awfully sound, awful sounding music. But but it's the one tool, I guess, you just it can't. It goes on it. everything. Yeah, and you can't. Mm. There's no way around that, really. No. Well, I mean, I think it's just testament to the modern workflow. Like people, people do, unfortunately, 
work to the to the premise that they're going to be tuned or they're going to be you know it's going to be conformed or it's you know the yeah. time you know like that's how people work now and it do, i just i guess i'm just admitting that melodyne goes on every session pretty much mm. what's the non-gear related item Ooh, you, you this have is a to good have one. in your studio so what could you not live without i so i my i have a i have a little thing that oh. i yeah i have a i have a nuance uh, i always <laughs> It's not what you think. Uh, I I always have to take uh, a little mascot with me. I always take a little mascot with me. Good vibes, good energy. I've got a. Uh, I've got. I always have to have a uh, manikin neko. The lucky beckoning cat. Ah. I have a lucky beckoning manikin neko. It's called. He's called Lucky Dave. And I take him everywhere with me and sit him on the meter bridge. And he just does the little pri- No, see, the, oh. this is the thing, you see, because uh, he, he's not got his battery in because you've got that. I've not found one yet that doesn't have uh, an audible movement, let's just say. Just a tiny squeeze. Well, this, this is you've got this my forever studio, so you could have a custom-built one with, wow. with a silent movement. Beautiful silent movement. Silent. Swiss. Swiss, <laughs> Swiss made. <laughs> Swiss made. Swiss made Japanese yeah. cat. Yeah. I'm going yeah, with that. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Yes. No, Lucky Dave always goes with me to every studio. And have you ever have you ever done a session without Lucky Dave and been like, oh god, where's Dave? Yeah, it's traumatic. <laughs> yeah, it's very traumatic for me because I like to I like to set the scene. You know, I like I'm a big fan of hugs, so I you know I like to you know if you're in if you're doing residential for example, yeah. you know you got to set the you know coming out to your house awkward barriers yeah. so you can tell people. Start as, as well. you mean to go on. Yeah. You mm. know, some nice hugs. Bit of you know hugs and we rugs. We didn't get a hug. Well, I feel bad now. Maybe on the way out. Yeah, on the way out, we'll go for yeah. hugs in front of everybody so they see. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah got to do. <laughs> they it. go. Oh, that must have gone well downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, save the hug for later. Right. Well, I think I think that's all the items. That's you, it. Would you want to take us through? Yeah. What the okay. Is? Let's run it down. Um, we have a studio just off the the Pacific Coastal Highway, Malibu, Malibu the Beach House Studio. Mm. Uh, Bungalow. Beach House Bungalow. Thank you. Beach House Free House. From my retirement Free Hug Bungalow. Uh, Hackintosh you're running. Sure. With Pro Tools 12. Yeah. Perpetual. Yeah. Uh, a Digi... There are no, there, there are no uh, subscriptions in the future. They've been, abo- they've been abolished. Yeah. It's, it's a bright future. <laughs> Looking good. Uh, the Digi.io. Yep. Um, ATC SCM45s for your monitors. Yep. Uh, the Neve Genesis Black. Let's do it. A great drum kit. You said the 70s Rogers with a 22-inch kick. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, the Townsend Sphere for a mic, which is a, that's a, that's a great choice, Good I've choice. got to say. Yeah. Considered. Yeah. yeah. That's, there's no off-the-cuff business there, is no, there? No. Yeah. I mean, you know. And, so, and then the 1178, which was a, a curveball, yeah. I'd say. Um, I'm surprised at that. I thought, I thought it would be, I thought that would be pedestrian. No one's gone 78 yet. But yeah. Two up, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Totally and then uh sixth choice was Melodyne. Yes. Please. Which you use for bass, which I'm I'm gonna try. Yeah. Um Conformism. And then your luxury item, your additional item was the Manaki Neko, Lucky Dave. Lucky Dave. Lucky Dave. Incidentally, for for the mind's eye. Lucky Dave has been is a white is a white manikineko because they normally they're normally gold. Yeah, yeah, sure. 
it's a white one and he's got his he's got the Ziggy Stardust uh lightning the bolt lightning bolt across you would keep that the same you would just have a Swiss mechanism in him so, so yeah 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 so he was perfectly silent and you could have him bobbing his little hand on the you wouldn't find bridge. that distracting at all well, if it's you just can turn the, it on and off, maybe if it's Swiss. Well, what I found, I, <laughs> they do—they're famous for their switches. <laughs> the Swiss. Well, what I found with with s- sitting him on the meter bridge is that actually the uh, the natural sort of reverberation within the room will make the arm go off anyway. Oh, that's there's a cool. sort of like a standing wave thing that happens, and kind of maybe that's the signal for when it's good. Yeah, he's just rocking out. Yeah. Lucky Dave lives. Lucky yeah. Dave lives. <laughs> If you're enjoying the podcast, make sure you subscribe using your favourite podcasting app and also think about rating and reviewing Music Tech's My Forever Studio. Don't forget to check back every Thursday for new episodes. Thanks for listening.